Thanks for joining us for the special Mid-East Prophecy Edition of In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. Farag of Calvary Chapel, Kaneohe. Pastor J.D. shares the Mid-East Prophecy Update from an Arab perspective as he connects the dots of current events geopolitically with last day's prophecies biblically. It is our belief that the next event on God's prophetic clock is the rapture of the Church of Jesus Christ. It is our hope that these Bible prophecy updates will not only ready you and steady you for His return, but that they will also encourage you to share the gospel with others in order that the rapture will not be as a thief in the night. We're living in unprecedented times of division and conflict. There are many topics that lead to arguments, disunity, and hard feelings. One of these is the COVID vaccine. Many people feel very strongly, and Pastor J.D. is no exception. Today, he helps us understand what we're getting into if we say yes to taking it. Now, don't forget to stay with us after today's Prophecy Update to learn how you can become a Facebook friend or watch the weekly Prophecy Update on YouTube. Now, here's Pastor J.D. with today's Prophecy Update as shared on March 21st, 2021. So what's mRNA? Oh, M stands for messenger. This is a synthetic man-made RNA with a coded message that is injected into the human genome. That's what RNA, mRNA is. Did you know that this Moderna has never successfully produced any product for any treatment of any disease. And their name says it all. Moderna Modify RNA. Messenger RNA. Just let that sink in for a moment. We actually devoted a prophecy update to this As in the days of Noah, so will it be in the days of the coming of the Son of Man. And Noah and his family were spared because their genetics were found to be intact. But the genetics of human beings had been corrupted by Satan himself, which is why God had to destroy the entire population. See, if you're no longer human in your DNA, then you're outside the scope of redemption and salvation, because Jesus became a human, fully man, fully God, to redeem man. Again, if you'll just bear with me and hang in there with me. So, I have to just share with you that I'm, I'm really struggling. I'm really struggling. And, and it's getting worse. <laughs> Truth be made known, I, I'm, I'm really heartbroken. First, I'm heartbroken because of what's happening in Israel and to Israel. 
And it's under the banner of what now seems to be this forced vaccination of the Jewish population. I want to share from two videos, the first of which is from Del Bigtree of The High Wire, who interviewed this Ilana Rachel Danielle, who posted an audio recording on social media that went viral. It's titled, A Cry from Israel to the World. Here's a a couple of quotes. It's intense over here in Israel. I don't know how much you're seeing, but it's terrible. It's very, 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 very frightening. It's a very bad situation here. They're not letting children as young as 16 take their matriculation exams without taking this injection. They are, of course, insisting people take it for work. They're making this green passport where half the population cannot get into theaters or malls or all sorts of things unless they've taken the vaccination. They're creating a medical apartheid. They have now issued, just this morning they they made it, that they're allowed to send each person's private medical records to the local municipality so that they'll know who's taken the injection or not. They're making people wear ankle bracelets, security bracelets, when they come back from traveling. It's absolutely insane. It's absolutely insane. If I stop to think about it, I will cry, which she does. And then the video ends. Here's a second video titled, We Are Prisoners of the State, Israeli Lady Asking for Help. In it, she says, I want to tell the world about the life of the unvaccinated here in Israel. One day we woke up to a nightmare. Our life has been destroyed. We have been kidnapped by our own government. You are actually a criminal in your own country. We are prisoners in our own country. There's no going out, no going in, no flight. If you refuse to vaccinate your child, they will not be able to go to school. We cannot go to the streets. There are police everywhere. Most of the people who are vaccinated were forced. They did not choose to do it. Either you are vaccinated or you cannot go to work. They divide us. You cannot go to shop for food in some stores if you're not vaccinated. Now, it's in Israel, but tomorrow it will be in your country. Many doctors that have sold their soul to Satan are getting funds from Pfizer. Doctors who do tell the truth are silenced or fired. The level of violence against unvaccinated people is increasing day by day. We are the enemy. We're being hunted only because we stand up for our human rights. The second matter that I'm, I'm personally really having a hard time with hits closer to home, and it has to do with the division and the confusion within the body of Christ over this vaccine. Last Sunday the New York Times reported on how pastors were preaching faith in the COVID vaccine. Quoting, 
during a recent Sunday service at The Gathering Place, an evangelical church in Orlando, Florida, Gabriel Salguera focused his sermon on the COVID-19 vaccine and the fear and suspicion that his largely Latino congregation clutches so tightly. He turned to the New Testament, the parable of the Good Samaritan, about the importance of aiding the stranger. In getting yourself vaccinated, you are helping your neighbor. He preached to about 300 masked and socially distanced worshipers. God wants you to be whole so you can care for your community. So think of vaccines as part of God's plan. Salguero is among thousands of clergy members from a cross-section of faiths, imams, rabbis, priests, swamis, who are trying to coax the hesitant to get vaccinated against COVID-19 by weaving scripture with science, they are employing the singular trust vested in them by their congregations to dispel myths and disinformation about the shots. Many are even offering their sanctuaries as vaccination sites to make the experience more accessible and reassuring. Wait, let me see if I got this right. So you closed your churches, but now you're going to open them up so people can be vaccinated? Uh, What am I missing here? What am I missing here? Well, it gets worse. Talk about heartbreaking. On Wednesday, CBN News, there's actually a video, you can, uh, I think it's ABC. Yeah, it is ABC News. I'm going to quote from CBN. Franklin Graham is urging clergy to support COVID vaccines, saying that Jesus would have used them too. Here are a couple of quotes. With some Americans feeling hesitant about getting a COVID-19 shot, evangelist Franklin Graham is urging pastors to encourage their congregations to trust in the vaccines. Graham, the president and CEO of the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association, BGEA, and Samaritan's Purse, told ABC News that there could be harmful consequences if pastors discourage church members from receiving the shot. In the video on the ABC News website, uh, they say that Franklin Graham has already received his first shot. This is a quote from Franklin Graham. Two quotes. I think for a pastor to tell someone not to take the vaccine is problematic. 
I think if there were vaccines available in the time of Christ, Jesus would have made reference to them and used them. On Monday, and I, I, I wanted to include this one for a reason, and I again, for those who have ears to hear, you're going to get this. You're going to connect these dots. Okay? Fox News. Biden says, local preachers better than Trump for convincing MAGA folks to take COVID-19 vaccine. Actually, maybe I need to say this, though. Um, isn't it a little bit strange that Trump is the author of the vaccine? Trump is the author of Operation Warp Speed. And seamlessly, here comes Joe Biden, and not even a hiccup. I mean, I, I, I hope you don't tire of me saying this, but I ain't the sharpest knife in the kitchen drawer. But that don't make sense to me, unless they're all in on it. Quoting, President Biden argued Monday that local preachers and other community leaders will be more influential than Donald Trump in efforts to convince MAGA folks who are skeptical of COVID-19 vaccines to get inoculated. Hmm. The book of Isaiah, man, whew. chapter 8. We have this prophecy of an evil conspiracy. <gasps> conspiracy? Yeah. There was this evil conspiracy, not theory, no mention of theory, unless of course you're the CIA, because that's who coined it, to dismiss those who would say, hey, this is a conspiracy. Ah, you're a wacko. So there's this evil conspiracy planned by Assyria, who were plotting the destruction of Judah. And as you might imagine, rightfully so, they were filled with fear. So God has Isaiah prophesied to them concerning this evil conspiracy, and he tells them, don't be afraid. Don't let your heart be troubled. Don't be afraid about what they're conspiring to do. Yeah, but God, they're, they're conspiring together to destroy us. I know. It's a conspiracy. I know. Yeah, but God, they, they want to destroy us. I know. I'm not going to let it happen. It sucks. It's not going to, you have to be afraid. 
Yeah, but it's, they're coming. I know they'll come. In fact, we're even told how many in Second Kings chapter 18 and 19. Great. Oh my goodness. 185,000 men advance from Assyria to destroy Judah. And God says, I'll take care of them. Just don't be afraid. Don't be troubled. I got this. Watch me now. Yeah, I know this is an evil conspiracy to destroy you. So they get there. They're surrounding the city walls of Jerusalem. And God, according to His word to David, because Assyria wanted to depose this king, and if they would have succeeded, then it would have disrupted, interrupted, the Savior coming from the line of David. See, the problem is God already gave His word to David that the Savior of the world would come from his lineage. So if they destroy Judah, then uh, like God's going to let that happen? 185,000? And they're surrounding Jerusalem. So God's like, all right, got them right where I want them. So we're not even told this name. It's not even an archangel. It's just an angel. No name. God's like, oh, you, you're an intern? Come here. Goes down there, and he kills him. And we're told in Second Kings 19 that they wake up in the morning and, oh, 185,000 dead Assyrians. That's a lot of bodies. Just kill them. So much for your evil conspiracy. Isaiah 8 verses 12 and 13. And please, this is a word for us today. This is what the Spirit says to the church today. Let him who has an ear hear what the Spirit is saying to the church today. Don't be afraid. Yeah, but they're trying to kill us and destroy us. I know. I ain't going to let it happen. Yeah, but I know somebody, a Christian born again, that's already taken the first shot. They're still going to heaven. If you're born again, you're not going to be unborn again. Here's the word of the Lord and what the Spirit would say to the church today. Do not call conspiracy everything this people calls a conspiracy. Do not fear what they fear, and do not dread it. The Lord Almighty is the one you are to regard as holy. He is the one you are to fear. He is the one you are to to dread. I'll tell you, that settles me right there. That settles my heart. I mean, you guys can conspire all you want. I don't care how many Assyrians you send to destroy me. God's not going to let it happen. I fear God. And I fear for you, by the way. (laughs) I was thinking about this the other day, and I know I've shared this as well. Um, God's going to have the final word. You know that, right? 
there's a proverb, I forget, uh, chapter and verse, but it basically goes like this, that God has actually prepared a day of disaster for the wicked. Those who are planning and plotting. In Matthew's Gospel, chapter 10, Jesus is sending out His disciples and providing them both instructions and warnings to prepare them. And He instructs them to speak in the light whatever He tells them in the dark, and to fearlessly preach from the housetops. But here's the thing. He knows that they're going to be prone to fear the opposition and even the persecution that would ensue in preaching this. So he tells them not to fear. As Isaiah would say and prophesy, so too does Jesus say, do not be afraid. Matthew 10, 28, do not be afraid of those who kill the body, but cannot kill the soul. Rather, be afraid of the one who can destroy both soul and body in hell. He's the one you're to fear. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. To fear the Lord is to hate evil. Luke's Gospel, chapter 12, verses 4 and 5, I tell you, my friends, do not be afraid of those who kill the body, and after that can do no more. But I will show you whom you should fear. Fear him who, after your body has been killed, has the authority to throw you into hell. Yes, I tell you, fear him, the fear of the Lord. Fear the Lord. This brings me full circle to how we began. Yes, the devil is in the details. Yes, the devil is planning an evil conspiracy to destroy mankind. But God, God was in the details first. Which, by the way, spoiler alert, is why the devil is in the details now. I'll explain that. And it has to do with Yahweh, the Tetragrammaton as we refer to it, the YHWH, the name of God, literally being in our human DNA, Yahweh DNA. As you might imagine, (laughs) this has profound implications and would provide a much needed explanation as to why it is that what we see happening in the world is happening in the world. Satan is seeking to destroy mankind by altering the human DNA. But God, God is seeking man's eternal salvation in the face of the devil seeking man's eternal damnation. That's what this is all about. The end of the world is going to happen, and it might be closer than we think. There's much happening in the world around us that ties into the predictions made in the Bible. With the number of events occurring, though, it can be difficult to keep up with it all. 
Pastor J.D. Farag has taken it upon himself to help us out with that. Each week, Pastor J.D. takes an in-depth look at what Scripture has to say about the end times and then pairs them with the current events of the week. These Mideast Prophecy Updates are available for free to you through our website, inspiritandtruthradio.com. You'll find them as well on our YouTube channel, and we update them each week to give you the latest information. These messages are useful to us to be able to keep Jesus' ultimate kingdom goal at the front of our minds. Jesus came to earth to offer love and forgiveness to each person. He completed his mission when he died on the cross for our sins and then defeated death by rising again. Jesus has charged each one of us who confess to follow him with a simple task. Go into the world and share the good news of his life. As the end draws even closer, we need to adopt a sense of urgency in getting the word out. We hope you will use these Mideast Bible prophecy updates to draw closer to Jesus, allowing Him to speak through you to the world around you. Once again, you'll find these prophecy updates by visiting InSpiritAndTruthRadio.com and clicking the link to our YouTube channel. Join us again for Truth from God's Word right here on In Spirit and Truth.